Welcome to Bedside Reading, the podcast where each episode I interview somebody about a book, a novel, a poetry collection, a memoir or biography. Not traditional medical textbooks. And we explore the themes within which help make us better healthcare professionals. It's a bit like accidental CPD. Take us for a walk or a run. Snuggle up with a cup of tea on the sofa, maybe with a lap full of kittens. Listen on your way to work and add some immersive CPD, as well as getting some ideas for your to-read pile. Please let me know if you're enjoying the podcast. Rate us, review us. This really helps the algorithms of podcasting to suggest us to other people who haven't found us yet. Find us on Twitter, at Bedside Podcast, on Instagram, at Bedside Reading Podcast. And if there's a book you're desperate to come on the show to discuss, please do get in touch on Twitter, Insta, or by emailing bedsidereadingpodcast at gmail.com. I'm Tara George, a GP, medical educator, and compulsive reader and book buyer. This is Bedside Reading. Well, this is a very strange time of year, isn't it? I think we now call it Twixtmas, between Christmas and New Year. I think we're all still in a bit of a muddle. Is it okay to have chocolate for breakfast? What day of the week is it? When do I have to go to work? And a huge shout out and a thank you to those of you who have been working particularly over the bank holidays. It's so important that we recognise that time with family is really important. And actually doing the jobs that we do in the health service, there isn't always the opportunity to be off when our families are off. So if you've worked Christmas Day, if you've worked Boxing Day, if you're going to be working New Year's Eve, thank you so much. And I really hope you're going to have the opportunity to have a little bit of downtime to relax and reflect. This episode's a little bit different. I've asked a variety of friends of the podcast, old and new, to think about their top read of 2022 and to let us know what their most anticipated read of 2023 is going to be. There's a really eclectic mix of voices and a really eclectic selection of books. Inevitably, I've had to add many to my already very long to-read list. I thought it was only fair that I joined in. I've read 160 books in 2022, so it's quite hard to pick just one. I'm going to cheat slightly. I'm going to select a series of books, and that series is Heartstopper by Alice Oseman. The Heartstopper books were my very first ever graphic novels. I really, really enjoyed them. It's really made me think about graphic novels, and I just love the characters. The one in the series I've loved the most, though, isn't a graphic novel. It's a short novella called This Winter. I loved Heartstopper because it's given me tools to talk to teenagers, both my own and those that are patients. It's a series of books which my 13-year-old, my 10-year-old and I have all loved for very different reasons. But in this winter, we see Nick and Charlie at Christmas and Charlie has only recently come out of hospital after an admission to an eating disorders unit. And it's a really beautiful portrayal of how difficult this time of year can be for anybody, but especially somebody with an eating disorder. And there are the usual heartstopper characters. And I really think after this, could I love Nick's mum more? No, I couldn't. She's epic. She's a brilliant character through all the other books. But here, she really shines because of what she does and how she speaks to Charlie on a day when he really needs somebody to get it. 
brilliant books. Thoroughly recommend that you pick them up. Now, what I'm looking forward to in 2023, I've already got loads of books on my to-read list, but I think it's probably going to be the debut from comedian and psychiatrist Benji Waterhouse called You Don't Have to Be Mad to Work Here. I was lucky enough to hear Benji talking at .md in Ireland in June 22, and he read an extract from his upcoming book, which is out sometime in 2023. I'm really looking forward to reading it when it comes out. He is a brilliant storyteller, and I think it's going to be a really good read. Hi, my name is Pim Dehan, and I'm a GP and training programme director based in North Birmingham. My top read in 2022 was Mr Loverman by Bernadine Evaristo, which was first published in 2013. It's a book about Barrington Walker, or Barry to his friends, who is a 74-year-old gentleman originally from Antigua, who arrived in the UK as part of the Windrush generation. He is a husband, a father and a grandfather with a big secret. For the last 60 years, he's been in a relationship with his childhood friend and soulmate, Morris. I felt this was a book about love, sex and relationships, as well as culture and the restrictions that culture play on us. I also felt that um, it was about the freedoms that come with ageing and about letting go and to never judge a book by its cover. And this book has a really good cover if you get a chance to see it. My book that I'm looking forward to most reading in 2023, and this was quite difficult for me to choose, is uh, by Stephen King called Fairy Tale. Stephen King is a master storyteller that I know everybody already know knows about. And I regularly go back to his books, even if I've read them two, three, twenty times. He's got the ability to make us cry, to be insanely scared, and to feel true empathy with a protagonist. I find his books to be pure escapism, and I can't wait to read this this book. Again, something else that has a really good cover. Stephen King is also a big fan of doctors, in particular general practitioners, and I'm looking forward to spotting the GP in this book. I hope you enjoy. Hi, my name's Becky Platt. I'm an advanced clinical practitioner in paediatric A&E. The book I most enjoyed this year was The Bullet That Missed. It's the third book in the Thursday Murder Club series. I think like most people, I read for different reasons at different times. And when I read this book, I was in need of comfort and escapism and not to be challenged too much. It was a book that I couldn't put down, but at the same time, I didn't want it to end. I just felt like I was catching up with old friends, um, having a new adventure. And that's what I love about these books, the friendships. I love the love and relationship between Elizabeth and Stephen. I think it's also a really painful portrayal of loving somebody with dementia. But at the same time, it's a really positive look at the lives of older people. And I hope that when I'm that age, I'll still be having some adventures. Obviously, I'd like to be Elizabeth and I have got a friend who's happy to be Joyce. So we are lined up. In 2023, I'm going to make some time to read some non-fiction, starting with Torledo of Life by Jay Baruch. I've been inspired to read that ever since I heard Tara talking to Jay 
on the Bedside Reading Podcast. I've always been a lover of patient stories and finding human connection in what we do. Um, And so I look forward to hearing another clinician's take on that. So happy Christmas, everyone, and happy reading in 2023. Hello, my name is Vicky Thomas. I'm a paediatrician. My favourite read of 2022 was Sorrow and Bliss because it made me laugh and cry in equal measure and because I loved the depiction of the sisterly relationship. I'm embarrassed to say that I haven't even started thinking about what I'm going to read in 2023 because 2022 has battered me so much that I'm looking forward to some restorative nurturing literature. Hi, my name is Austin O'Carroll, and my favourite book of 2022 was Trespasses by Louise Kennedy. This is a fantastic book that is set within the Belfast of the mid-70s. It concerns a story about a young woman called Kushla who engages on an ill-fated, and here I pause because I could say ill-fated affair or ill-fated love story, and the difference between those two is a discussion in itself. However, Whichever it is, it is ill-fated as he is a married man, she is a single woman, and she is a Catholic, he is a Protestant. Louise Kennedy punctuates the story with the dramas of violence, including killings, shootings, bombings and beatings that were taking place between the nationalist community, the loyalist community and the British army. These were the forces that were working against this relationship. I loved the writing in this book, the attention to detail. I loved the realism of the love affair. It wasn't a one that was set as in a romantic novel where one person is fated from birth to meet the other. It was two people who met by chance and felt attracted to each other and grew with each other. Anne Enright described this book perfectly for me, where she said, It is the precision of the emotional detail that holds the reader's attention. After a while, you forget to exhale. I must admit, I hadn't really looked forward to books 2023, so I had to do some searching about my most anticipated read in 2023. Of the books I've found, the one that would probably interest me the most is one called The Unfit Harris, The Tragic Life and Scandalous Sterilisation of Anne Cooper Hewitt by Audrey Farley. This concerns the forcible sterilisation of a young, wealthy woman at the age of 20. I am interested in this because, firstly, it obviously deals with the issues of sexism in the early 20th century, but also reviews the issue of eugenics, which were very a movement that was very, very powerful in the early 20th century and actually had significant influence on the Second World War. And I also believe has an evolving influence in our present-day society and is underexplored in literature. So I'm looking forward to reading this particular book. book. Hello, my name is Anna Young and I'm an advanced nurse practitioner with an interest in workforce transformation. My top read in 2022 was Mayflies by Andrew O'Hagan because it was such a poignant look at youth, what happens as we age and the decisions we have to make through life. 
It was a powerfully written book and I can't stop thinking about it. My most anticipated read of 2023 is Landlines by Raina Wynn. I've loved her first two books and her writing is so invocative and beautiful. Hello, my name is Sabina Dasani. I'm a consultant child and adolescent psychiatrist, a writer and an academic working in the medical humanities at the University of East Anglia. My top read of 2022 is a pamphlet of poems called Ovarium by Joanna Ingham. Joanna has written a series of poems about her experience of having a massive ovarian cyst. It's about her journey of being diagnosed, of experiencing surgery and stories on the ward with other women who looked after one another after surgery, her time in the scanner and then her aftercare. And she also writes women who've been forgotten in the history of obstetrics back in. And she's very funny. I love her wit. I love her metaphor. I'll read just a very brief extract from one of her poems called Cyst. I tried to think of you as fruit growing against the sun-warm wall of my gut. Melon-headed, you nudged the leafy organs, dug out a place for yourself in the plot. And I love this book because you can put it into your work bag, have a little glance at a poem between patients or during a, a train commute, and it makes you think differently about both how we inhabit our own bodies in illness and in in recovery, but also what it's like to be at the other side of of medical care. So I I really warmly recommend it. And it's a book I've, I've loved and returned to this year. My most anticipated read for 2023 is Michael Rosen's upcoming book, Getting Better. Michael Rosen, such a much loved poet, he's brought so much joy to myself, my children, children I've worked with, many, many families I know. And As many of us in in medicine know, Michael Rosen was very ill with COVID and has also experienced the tragedy of losing his son. And Michael Rosen lives himself with a, a debilitating chronic illness. And he's written a book based on those three very painful and difficult life experiences. And it's a book about how he has learned to find joy in the aftermath of tragedy. And I don't think any of us in medicine are unscathed after the experiences of the pandemic and the, the past few years. And I love the idea that we can find joy in the aftermath of that. And I look forward to learning from such a wise and generous writer in 2023. Hi, I'm Dr. Dave Marsh. I'm a GP partner up in Eaglesliff and also uh, founder of the YouTube channel GP Templates. My book of 2022 has to be The Culture Code by Daniel Coyle. This book really, really goes into the depths of why teams work. It takes a quite an odd look at some not so conventional teams, you know, a group of bank robbers, and then the obvious, they have some very successful sports teams, and, and really pick apart why they work. The reason why I love this book is that it gives you practical hints and tips uh, to sort of bring into your own workplace, and it made me realise why I felt a lot safer in my current workplace than when I did uh, when I was in the military about 18 months ago. And the key point is safety. I feel a lot safer in my current workplace because I know that I can adapt and change the system and that I can sort of just raise any concerns that I have. Not that I couldn't in, uh, in my other setting with the 
military-wise, the safety came from the risk of being deployed. Now, it's the nature of the job. I fully appreciate that. But there was this sort of this mental worry that you could get an email at any point saying, you better pack your bags, you've got to go. And then having the impact that that would have to my family, which now has gone. My expected read for 2023, and the one that I'm really looking forward to getting grips around, is called The Second Mountain by David Brooks. This is, I've started to read this, but I'm really hoping to get to grips to it in in the coming year, uh, because it really struck home to me. It highlights that there are times that in our life that big things happen. Um, And for me, unfortunately, it was the death of my son at a week old. And how that that sort of really impacted on how we need to alter our lives and that we need to sort of change where our main focus was from. So for me, it took me a bit of soul searching to then, you know, do I, am I getting my career right? Am I getting my life goals correct? And this book is sort of already starting to, uh, sort of talk me through this and talk through my own journey that I've only just sort of going to into what's called the second mountain as I've completely altered my career as it was compared to two years ago um, and sort of that journey as it sort of evolves and moves on from there again a very very interesting uh, read so far and I have to take it slowly just because of how close to the bone it is So, Dr. David Highmarsh, GP Templates, hope that's two to add to your bookshelf, and I'll see you soon. Hello, my name is Rema Jyotimai, I'm an oncologist. My top read of 2022 was Cutting for Stone by Abraham Verges. This is such an incredible book. It's so much more than a medical drama or a historical novel, although you could describe it as both. Um, I really got caught up in the um, lives of the characters. The writing is so evocative. He paints such beautiful pictures, not just of the characters themselves, but also their environment. Um, I don't want to give away too much about the book, but I absolutely enjoyed it right to the last page. Um, I love the medical references, the little anecdotes, the descriptions, which are scattered throughout the book. And um, it's, it's just a beautiful, beautiful story. And the book I'm looking forward to reading the most in 2023 is Lessons in Chemistry by Bonnie Garmers. Um, so the main character, Elizabeth Zott, is a chemist and a feminist. What's not to like? Um, but what really interested me um, is the fact that apparently she uses a cooking show to teach women how to change their status quo, how to find their place in society in the um, 1960s. And the quote from Elizabeth Zott, which is um, in, in the front page of the um, uh, in the book, it says, your ability to change everything, including yourself, starts here. And that's got me hooked. I'm really looking forward to reading it. Thank you. Hi, I'm Dr Nicola Davis, Clinical Oncology Registrar in Kent. It's really difficult to choose my top read of 2022, but I think it's got to be Still Life by Sarah Winman. I love listening to this book on my way into work and sometimes found it hard to actually stop the story and head into the hospital. It was a beautiful book about families, friendships 
and I um, felt utterly captured by these stunning characters that Sarah uh, wrote about. Um, my most anticipated read of 2023 is Getting Better by Michael Rosen. This um, is going to cover topics of trauma, grief and the road to recovery. And I'm looking forward to this as a follow up to Michael's previous book, Many Different Kinds of Love, which I really enjoyed when he wrote about his experience of having uh, COVID and being cared for within the NHS. I hope everyone has a peaceful Christmas and gets some time off from work. Thanks for listening to this episode of Bedside Reading. I hope you've enjoyed the show. Please do rate and review us. Why not follow us on Twitter at Bedside Podcast? If there's a book you're desperate to discuss, please message. I'd love to have you on to chat about it. Bedside Reading is hosted and produced by Tara George and edited by Louis G.